All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. And I know, Craig, yesterday at practice, they, they unveiled three new D pairs. And for the first time really all year uh, since he's been the head coach, Chris Knobloch didn't say for certain what he was going to do with his D pairs. He's been very open and transparent about his goaltender, who's starting, which lines that he sees in practice and why, and he explains why he does it. You know, he did say, hey, there's something maybe we want different in their D pairs. Like, to me, I, I could see the uh, the benefit of of switching it but if i do it it won't just be for one game it would be for a few games just to kind of see what do we have because the orders for basically the last well the last whatever it's been 130 games they basically ran the same six defense it's almost unheard of because they haven't knock on wood had any serious injuries well, the Vegas Gold Knights, when they were healthy, had the same six defensemen. It worked pretty well for them, and they had the same defense pairs. I think for Chris Knobloch, the best time to experiment is when your team's had a lot of success. And you, you, you're going to run into, into different challenges at different points in time, uh, come playoff time, come real challenging games. And you don't want to try to uh, uh, change something when you don't know how it's going to work. Scotty Bowman was a master, master. He he always felt get points in the bank, and then I, he would manipulate. He would move lines around. Everybody says, oh, he put the lines in a blender. No, he didn't. He was trying to see what could work. He was trying to see, you know, how does this player play with that player? How do they handle this situation? Because when it got to the hard points of, of games, like in the regular season and in the playoffs, he wanted to know exactly what could work. He wasn't just kind of throwing it up to, to, to guesswork. 
And the other thing Scotty never did is he never did it after the trade deadline leading into the playoffs. He didn't want anybody to see it. So I think what Chris Knobloch is doing is brilliant. This is when you figure out how you can change things and what could potentially work and what not. Selden Keep a few years ago against the Columbus Blue Jackets, in game five, decided to switch up his lines. He had never done it before. No surprise, they lost. Huh. Um, you look at, uh, you know, we, we saw some trades, and I haven't talked to you about it, but I don't, I don't want to revisit the, the trades that were made. But uh, now we're officially four weeks from today, uh, the, the NHL trade deadline. And... Like I do think they're like a New Jersey Devils and Tyler Toffoli to me. Um, if he gets dealt, it's because the Devils have fallen out of the playoff race right now. With them getting Jack Hughes, I think they're going to remain patient and think they can get back in it. Right, so you know, there's that cat and mouse game of saying, "Hey, we might want to write uh, a second line right winger, but do we wait to see if Toffoli becomes available? How do you play that cat and mouse game, or do you if you know do you look and say, "Okay, there's two guys we like, and whichever one we can get first, that's what we're going to get them, and we're not necessarily going to wait till last minute." One in hand is worth two in the bush. That's how the old saying goes. And, you know, if you're going to wait and, and hope that somebody falls out of a playoff spot when you have a chance uh, to get a player that can come in and help you, don't wait. Don't wait. Because I've seen a lot of deals fall through. And then that's when uh, that's when the scramble begins. And, and, and you see all this frantic uh, discussions. And, and, and then you end up potentially not getting a player that, that even fits what you're trying to do. So to me, you've you got to be measured. You've got to be purposeful. You've got to understand what's available. And you've you got to understand that when teams are going, well, we're going to see if we're in or out. Okay, good. Like, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of time. But you better not be going down the stretch hoping that a team – because if, you, if you're in the last 10 days, let's just say, and, and, and a team isn't certain where they're at, I would suggest move on. Craig Button from uh, TSN joins us uh craig the uh the new york rangers are an interesting team to me because on paper they got a lot of things going for them and they're doing all this despite their starting goaltender really ever finding his game do you at what point do you get concerned do you think in new york about shesterkin never okay why would you what are you gonna do like you so you can be concerned and what's that gonna get you nothing like he's an elite goalie so he, he, he might be having, you know, some performances that aren't up to par. But there's nothing you can do about it. So what you're going to try to do is, is work with him to try to get him back to form and, 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 and try to be patient and, and at the same time push. But there's nothing you can do about it. You're not going to get another goalie. There's, just, there's no thing. So work with him and try to find a way to get his level of playoff. That's what you do. Well, I think that's what they're doing, right? That's why they're starting quick a little bit more. They take more practice time. It's just surprising now. Like, eventually I thought Shesterkin would, like, hey, guys hit ruts. He, his just is extended longer than I think anyone expected. Okay, so we're calling what Shesterkin is in a rut. You know how many goalies would like to be in the rut that he's in? Oh, ain't 99 save percentage, man. It's not like he's lighting it up on fire, right? Like, he's not Jack Campbell, I, I, I rut, but... I didn't say he was. I, I just said that there's a lot of goaltenders who would like to be in the rut that he's in. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it, Jason. There simply isn't. So you work with them, and that's exactly what they're doing with them. You can be sitting here scratching your head and pulling out your hair. Find a way to get them back up to form. That's what. That's the job. Worrying isn't going to get us anywhere? 
Well, you can worry all you want, and where's it going to get you? That's a fair It'll point. It'll get you nowhere, Wanya. Nowhere, anywhere. That's what I say, Gregor. Yeah, Don't you're, worry. You're exactly right. I mean, bottom line is, is that if you believe that you have players that are capable of more, then work with them to get more out of them. Work with them to help them get back to that level that you know that they're capable of doing. And I, I think that's where the focus has to be. Do you think now Toronto's obviously got some injuries with Yarn Croc and David Camp out? Um, everybody's talked about their uh, their defense, and I think their need for a defense. Um, they've been playing their top six guys a lot. Are you concerned with the amount of minutes, or do you think maybe in the NHL we we get too worried about time on ice? No, I think you have to be concerned about time on ice with respect to. You know what what you're trying to do with your players. I mean, I mean, there's only so much you can get out of players uh, with respect to their conditioning and and what the demands are. So when ice time gets to be a little bit more than than what you think is ideal for them, well, you're going to extend them. Number one, number two is are they going to be are they going to start pacing themselves? And I'll just give you an example. Let's just say I'm just going to use 20 minutes as an example. So, so you're looking at going 20 minutes is ideal. So, you know, you might push a player to 21, but now he gets up to 24 and now you're extending them. Well, that, that's great. So now you're thinking about, okay, the player starts to have to pace himself, but it doesn't start at minute 21 to 24. The player knows he's got to play more. He starts pacing himself at 18. So now you've lost three minutes and you've added three minutes onto the back end. That's not good for your team. And there's no team that's going to go deep in the playoffs when you're extending ice time to, 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 to top players. You can't. That's why you need depth in your lineup. That's why you need depth in your forward group. And for the Toronto Maple Leafs, playing those guys too much, extending them too much, it, it won't pay dividends when it matters the most. And that's a big problem for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let me just see. Where, where's the problems? Okay, their goaltending has been a problem. Their defense is a problem. Their forward depth is a problem. <laughs> Seems to me that they got a lot of problems. Craig Button from uh, TSN uh, joins us. Craig, the uh, if I look at other teams around, like the Florida Panthers, two years ago they made some big moves that didn't pan out. Last year they didn't make much. Um, like I look at some of the good teams here. I don't think like Vancouver made a pretty substantial move already, and they did it early, and that probably makes more sense to me. But I don't see a clear-cut favorite right now on either side. I know as you saw last year, even if you are the clear-cut favorite, it doesn't mean you're going to win. Um, do, where do you come out on the chemistry factor, and how much do you weigh that when making moves at the deadline? For instance, let's say Jake Gensel gets traded to Edmonton. I'm not saying he is, but let's just say he is. So now you bring in Gensel, who's who's a UFA, he's American, highly unlikely to resign. So everybody knows he's here short term. He's probably going to want power play time. You've got a really good power play. You probably don't want to mess with that. So then you're like, well, now we're taking away power play time. Like, how do you how do you balance all that when you're the GM? And is the chemistry factor more important? And sometimes teams maybe overlook it. Nope, I don't agree with that. If the Edmonton Oilers make a trade for Jake Gensel, the excitement from the players in that dressing room would be off the charts. Because okay. they would see it as clearly a player that can come in. He's won a couple of Stanley Cups. That in and of itself is significant. Number two, he's been a big-time playoff performer. He's an elite player. That excites players. And, you know, you're, you're talking about moving somebody down the lineup. You're not moving a top player down the lineup. You're moving somebody else down the lineup. Players are excited about an opportunity to strengthen your team. Always the case. 
Now, there is a there is a case for what you just talked about when you add a player that that, that doesn't that, that isn't a, the right fit, and now you're trying to put square pegs in round holes, and you're displacing other players. That causes problems. But you had you had top players like Jake Ensel, never a problem. All right. Um, if you were Ken Holland. What would be? What do you think is your number one priority to add? I think it's a second line right winger. What do you think it is for the Oilers roster that's currently uh, built? I think they need. I think they need some weight and speed in in, in, in the forwards ten to twelve, nine to twelve. That's what I want to see. So that's your biggest look one, at huh? the depth. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't need. A, I don't need a second line right winger. I'm. I'm fine with the way their offense is number one in the league. They don't need. They don't need offense. I think they need more depth, more speed, more, more a little bit more weight deeper into the forward group. Bruce Cassidy, he said it. We beat Edmonton last year with our third and fourth lines. That's where I think Edmonton can strengthen themselves. That's where I'm looking. Uh, well, how about this trade, uh, uh, Nick Dowd? I've crunched all his numbers. Craig's hell of a player in in uh, in Washington, but I wouldn't just because I think he's going to. I think he's going to take a first rounder, just like. Uh, Barkley Goudreau did, and I don't have a problem with that. He's a, he's a really low value uh, cap hit at one point three million. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, low cost, good value at one point three million. But I wouldn't just acquire. I would convince Washington to give me Dowd and Beck uh, Malenstein, his winger. They play together. He's six foot three. He's two hundred pounds. He's physical. He kills a lot of penalties. So does Dowd. And that, to me, if I'm the Edmonton Orders, I get two birds with one stone, and I get two guys who have chemistry. They play all the time together. They actually can match up against the other team's top lines, which could free up McDavid for a few, three, four shifts a game, not against the other team's top guys. Actually, I I made the I wrote the article. I think that might be the best possible outcome, and I don't think you're going to have to give up a lot to to throw in uh, Beck into that trade. Well, it's interesting. I just said get some weight and speed deeper down the lineup. You said second line right winger, and then you come back with that. I'm I'm 100% on board with you. Yeah. That's exactly what they need, I think. That's exactly what makes their team deeper and stronger. And, and again, you used the Barkley Goudreau. So you're trying to find a way to manipulate, try to get a little bit more. And, and you're right. I, I remember when the Tampa Bay Lightning traded uh, Nolan Foote in a first-round draft pick for Blake Coleman. They're going, oh, what's this? And then they trade a first-round pick for Barkley Goudreau. What's this? What it was was, was strengthening their team deeper in their lineup. They had the stars. And, and and that's what Edmonton. Edmonton doesn't. I don't think Edmonton needs help in the top part of their forward group. They need help deeper in the lineup. If you could make that deal, if I could make that deal, I, I would be going to Washington and piggybacking those guys back to Edmonton. Who do you trade in your scenario for them, Gregor? Um, well, you're going to have to give up a first, and uh, to make the salary work, you're going to throw in uh, Brown or Yanmark, and Washington's fine. Those guys are, you know expiring contracts and then you probably have to give like a mid-round pick for uh for beck malstein like that's what i I've, I've looked at a lot of trade deadlines um the big swings aren't necessarily what always wins you uh cup or for because if you're a good team you don't like i look at florida two years ago craig and i remember at the time i was like they went out and got Giroux and and um Sherrod and gave up a lot and i was like god i'm not even sure they really needed those and it didn't work now it worked because they won around so in argue maybe the organization said that was good for us because we hadn't won around forever but man you can go back to michael hanzus and other guys like that the the secondary guys sometimes craig for good teams that's what you need like 
They don't need top-end guys. Now, a second-line right winger, to me, is more of a complimentary guy. They don't need a driver. They just need a complimentary shooter, is what I was saying, for a second-line winger. Yeah, but they have their offense. They have, they have more than enough offense. Anyway, you know, look at how good Ivan Barbashev last year was yeah, for exactly. the Vegas Gold Knights. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, we, 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 we can keep going into it. I mean, it, it's all there. It's, it, it, it's been there. And, and you can look back and, and, and understand what teams have done. I just talked about the Tampa Bay Lightning, what they did. Did anybody think that Michael Ketney was going to be a key player? I mean, he ended up coming and giving them 16 to 18 minutes of good, hard, heavy defense that took pressure. And you just talked about taking pressure and taking some of the onus. We talked about ice time. Right? You're trying to – it becomes hard. You want to win the Stanley Cup. It's two months of hard, like competitive – edgy play every other night and and you can't be extending your players you, you're not going to be able to get through it and so the more you can alleviate the stresses with ice time and and, and matchups the better the stronger you're going to be and the more capable you're going to be so jason like the, the, what you just talked about i i am 100 on board with that and i think that those are those are moves that become really really significant uh, to, to, to strengthen and bolster your lineup to make you so much harder to play against. And I'll go back to Vegas because they're just recent, and, and but they're important. But you, you think about the line of Carrier, Wah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And Colasar. Bruce Cassie never had a problem using them against the other team's top line. In fact, Colasar is the one that took out Matthew Kachuk because Bruce said, I can play him out there on the ice. Having players like that deeper in your lineup that make opponents uncomfortable and make you as a coach comfortable having them out on the ice is, is incredibly important. And good teams, winning teams, have these types of players. And I, 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 I love your idea about that. I mean, I wish... I wish that uh, uh, I would have thought of that, but that's a that, that's a great trade. I think Ken Holland should give you royalties if he makes that trade. Oh well, he should too. I'll, I probably don't get any, but uh, I could always ask for it. Uh, you put it you put in a word in for me, Craig. I think that would be uh, great. One last one I'll for you that. about adding a seventh defenseman. 
Uh, I think it's a must. We look at the history of the NHL and how many teams use D-men. You know, there's somebody getting nicked up. They're blocking more shots. It's physical, all that stuff. Um, the importance of a seventh D-men for you, Craig, like there's, you know, cause you want to bring in somebody that's going to be comfortable in that role, knowing they might, like they're there, you know, in case of glass break and then I'm going to use you. Right. How how much of the personality of the player like I, I, I use Zach Bogosian. It's an easy example. He's one. You know, he's a veteran guy. He can still play. Right. So he fits in. He's not expensive. But when you're at when you're acquiring a player who who's who's likely going to be more of a, a press box guy than someone you, you don't want them to, to be, you know, um, kind of the mopey guy around the room. How do you find out that they for sure won't be a moper? Well, I mean, that's that's part of making sure that you have the information and the intel on the players and understanding that a player coming in, uh, you know, and being asked that this is what we're asking you to do. You know, not only not only has the personality to get in there and work every day and keep himself ready, but also has the personality to accept that that's what his role is. And, you know, Jason, and we've all heard this over the years. I hear it all the time. Players are willing uh, to to, to accept it, are willing to do certain things. But embracing it and accepting it are two very different things. And And that's part of the work you have to do. You have to know the people. You have to understand their willingness to embrace it. Because that's not an easy thing to do, because, because it is. It's a state of readiness and a state of accepting and embracing that role. That's important. And you don't want somebody that comes in there that's going to be, that, that, that's going to have less than a stellar attitude with, with, with respect to approaching it that way. You, you, you need that. And you've got to make sure that, you, that you, you've done the work to know that whoever you're bringing in is going to be able to deliver in that regard. Craig? Have yourself a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the games. Who are you taking to the Super Bowl? Chiefs all the way. I, uh, I'm on the Travis and Taylor uh, bandwagon, and I mean Mahomes. <laughs> and, you know, I'll say this real quick, Jason. You know, I keep hearing about the vaunted San Francisco 49ers defense. They never stopped the Detroit Lions once in the championship game. The only team that stopped the Detroit Lions in that game was the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Drop passes for first downs, a fumble. Never, never did the San Francisco 49ers stop the Detroit Lions, and they're not stopping KC. Ooh, there you go. I like it. Bull, Craig, appreciate it. Have a good one. See ya. Have a good weekend. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 